Snap. We have a sponsor. I want to be clear. This is a cool sponsor, and you should you really should just go check them out. Like, legit. BustedTees.com. They have a huge selection of geeky hats, t-shirts, stickers, and socks. Themes from Star Wars and Star Trek to Harry Potter, Pac-Man, Back to the Future, other video game references, just all kinds of geeky, cool culture. You're definitely going to find something there that speaks to your inner geek. Here's the deal. At checkout, you're going to see a spot to enter a code. Type in my name, that's Jason, followed by the number 25945. That's Jason25945. Get a pretty sweet discount. There's a link over on the website or head over to bustedtees.com and enter Jason25945 at checkout. Bustedtees.com. Designs that pop culture. Fine. Oh, so they like get naked and do your teeth or something or like Yes, Matt. That's what they yeah. do. <laughs> it's can... a triple X dentistry. Yeah. Means I might go Just back to tits uh... in your face when you're getting your teeth cleaned. Gentlemen. Let's broaden our minds. Who has a mixtape? We Who needs a mixtape? Who makes a mixtape? We Who needs a mixtape? What's up, everybody? Welcome. Hey, (laughs) welcome. Welcome to the mixtape. I'm Jason Emmett. I'm Casey Masterpiece. And I'm um, Twisted Kid Matt. There we go. I thought you were muted for a second, but that would have been weird because I, I heard yeah, your voice. Yeah, I think it was. Who knows? Who knows? But we're here. Double. Uh, yeah. The fantastic trio of crazy people. Yeah. So uh, this week was this 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 particular episode was neither scheduled nor planned. Um, as far as episodes go, uh, maybe yeah. may, maybe it should have been. I don't know. We never really talked about it. <coughs> But uh, our topic this week is an extremely popular one. Uh, for, for whatever reason, we we just never added this to our list. I, I don't know why. It just uh, yeah. just never was, and it kind of sucks. The tragedy that brought us brought this to the forefront, and of course, we will talk about the topic, the show topic, with our usual jackassery and gusto. But um, before we get into all of that. I thought we should do a bit more serious side for a few minutes. Uh, we won't we won't go too off the uh, you know off of what we normally do, but we want to we, we want to take this serious for a minute. Uh, you know, maybe you've never listened to this show before, and you're you're going to hear this bit, and you're going to be like, "Wow, these guys are way too serious." Um, uh, can't we're not <laughs> ever. <laughs> it's not what we do, uh, <laughs> but. This is a serious topic. So for a few minutes, obviously, you're listening to this episode. You are aware that we're going to be talking about the Power Rangers. And you're aware of what has recently uh, taken place. We recently lost uh, Jason David Frank. And he, of course, of the Mighty, Morph- Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. 
Um, this guy had a ton of fans, and by all accounts, he was just really good to all his fans. And I can attest to that at least a little bit. I mean, not a ton. Uh, I, I did get to meet him years ago my, when my daughter was around eight years old. Uh, she was a huge Power Ranger fan, which was really kind of weird. She stumbled across it all on her own. I didn't introduce it to her. She found it on Netflix and devoured every everything she could watch and became a huge fan of Tommy Oliver, which was Jason David Frank's character. Uh, he happened to be at a convention here in town, so we took her down to meet him. He, you know, like I said, she was eight years old, and he took time with her and talked to her and, and posed for pictures with her. Just just really generous with his time. I've seen a ton of – I spent a lot of amount of time on social media, mostly for this show. And uh, just the outpouring and stuff on social media has been incredible. Um, and apparently everybody says the same thing. I've seen video where he just – he's literally thanking people for waiting in line just to meet him. And, uh, you know, unfortunately he uh, had some stuff going on behind the scenes, which which happens sometimes. Um. And I, it's, it's a sad thing, but I think it's fair to say that the th three of us, us three were all pretty big geeks growing up <laughs> and a little bit, yeah. yeah, so we all get it. And shows like this sh shows like the power Rangers kind of have this, this way of uh, uniting geeks, you know, that pulls them all together and it makes them feel a little more appreciated. And, and, and it was kind of a big deal. And like I said, a guy like this. He may not know it, but his death like greatly impacted people, and so really wanted to take a moment to let people know like the ramifications and 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 like how it affects others when something like this happens. Um, he did, in fact, take his own life. So, uh, like I said, yeah. he was dealing with a lot of personal problems going on in the background. And, and I guess he felt extremely overwhelmed, and I'm sure most of us have felt very similar to that at some point in our lives. But here's what we want to say before we get into all the silliness of this show. Um, if you ever feel that way, anybody out there, seriously, talk to someone. It doesn't matter who, talk to someone. Uh, we, I think all three of us would tell you right now, we all know that shit feels really big sometimes, like way big. Yeah. But we promise you, promise you, you are way more important to, to people than you think you are. And you do, in fact, matter to somebody. I promise you that. You matter to us. Seriously. We don't know you. Yeah. But if you're listening to the show, you matter to us. Like, we we appreciate you more than you probably understand. And losing you will, in fact, hurt someone in your life. It just will. So if you're feeling all that shit and you don't know who to approach, um, maybe you're ner nervous to talk to people in your little circle or your world, um, as cliche as it may sound, there are numbers out there. There are people you can call, um, 1-800-273. Go, go ahead, Kev, go ahead. Well, all you have to do is just dial 988 and 988. direct you to the suicide. Yeah, yeah you, there's 1-800. updated recently. 1-800-273-8255. So 1-800-273-8255. Like Kevin said, you can, uh, Go nine eight eight, much like nine one one. You you just type in nine eight eight, and that'll take you there. And if you're nervous about talking, you can actually text. It is seven four one seven four one. So you can actually text now too. And there are people who will listen to you. They'll hear what you say. They're not going to be pushy. They're going to talk with you, and and it'll help. So 
uh, we just don't, 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 don't fuck around on this because <laughs> we're telling right. you to fucking do it. <laughs> we don't. Uh, if you're a tapeworm, if you're listening to the show, you're a tapeworm and you have a family of geeky retro loving nerds who will be really pissed off if you leave us. So don't do it. You are one of us. So one of us. Don't Gabba, gabba, hey, gabba, we said you're one of us. <laughs> Taking it back to the Ramones, y'all. Like. I know that's that's we don't get serious on the show very often. Yeah. Um, I this, think this time we kind of need to, though. So. Well, I think everybody yeah. just a little bit. I think all of us present and I can tell you the two other guys, you know, um, Spanky and, and Stu, they also will fall into this. We've all known somebody and lost somebody. Mm-hmm. So it's it's tough. We've all experienced it on a very personal level. I think all, all three of us have. And sometimes I think people just don't know, man. They think like nobody cares. Uh, somebody cares. I promise you, somebody cares, and it will affect people. So yes, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, that should be motivation that, enough. That's, right that's there. all yeah, I don't. got. Don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. Don't, don't be a jack off. Don't do it. Don't do it. You don't, don't do it. Don't don't do it. You call nine eight eight. You call. Go for it. Call it. Um, right. <laughs> So there you go. That was our our seriousness for for the week. Sure, <laughs> we'll go with that. Okay, um, yeah, seriousness. That's it. But what's cool about it? Well, it's not cool about it. But what it did do is is remind us of well. Okay, I shouldn't say this because there are a whole bunch of people out there that are crazy about the Power Rangers. Right? They're just freaking yeah. nuts about this show. But it did remind me about this show. And it, it brought up some memories, and um, I think we've talked about it in the past, but I was of – well, we'll, we'll get into it. The, the, the phenomenon that was the Power Rangers, right? I was this – was, this is 1993. Um, I'm a junior in high school, so I totally ignored this show when it came out. Um, it was going on in the background. Everybody was loving it, but I was ignoring the crap out of the Power Rangers in 1993. I thought I was just, you know, I can't watch this show. You know, it's a kid show. Uh, I I didn't come around to it till till later. Actually, a couple years later when the movie came out, which we'll get into. Um, but if you didn't know, the show was launched in 1993, and the show itself, The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, is built around another show, which is the Japanese show Super Sentai. Uh, this, this, this I was about to say Voltron, but whatever. <laughs> well, all of that, all <laughs> of that. <laughs> Voltron was a uh, was a Japanese show too. We just brought it over here and did American voices on it. So that's mm-hmm. uh, not uncommon. I mean, there we take stuff um, from Japan all the time, and then like retcon it to m- to make it fit over here. I mean, the freaking Transformers were all from based on yeah. um, Japanese toy lines, so. Now, the cartoon, the Transformers cartoon was American. We, t- we brought them over and we gave them names and wrote plots and all this, but they already existed. Um, so the, the show was produced first by uh, Saban Entertainment, second by BVS Entertainment, later by Saban Brands, and today by SCG Power Rangers LLC and its parent company, Hasbro. So I want to give you guys like a little backstory about it. I know that Matt and I have been doing our extensive research the last few days. Uh, yeah, by, by just watching, watching episodes, episodes of the Mighty Morphin <laughs> Power Rangers. That's fair. Uh, so this dude, uh, 
Haim Saban or Haim Saban, however you pronounce it, I, I don't know, but he comes up with this crazy I idea. I think it's Haim. I also watched The Toys That Made Us. Oh, which is a great, great episode. Well, it's a great show, first of all. Yeah. Netflix, Toys That Made Us, uh, is a great show. I highly recommend it to everyone, but there is a great Power Ranger episode. Like, that show is yeah, great. Watch even, the Hello Kitty episode. To I was going to say. Giant stone dick for no reason. Even the stuff, like, that's what I mean, though. Even stuff, toy lines you might not have been into, watch them anyway. My Little Pony, fascinating. Way interesting, like, what right? The hell, yeah, yeah. It was so cool to like watch or watch that episode. I was like, who knew? I never knew. Yeah. Um. So this dude Haim Saban comes up with this crazy idea, right? He's on a business trip in Japan and he sees this TV show, and he learns that the show is very uh, popular there. So he figures he might be able to to adapt this show for the U.S. So he gets his business partner uh, Shuki uh, Shuki Levy. What, these names. Um, and they make they actually film a pilot show starring Mark Dacascas, like a really young Mark Dacascas. Yeah, like what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> I want to see that version. And the show is called Bio Man, <laughs> right? So five years they spend trying to sell this show. Right? They 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 go everywhere. They pitch it to everybody, and nobody's paying any attention. Then in 1992, Heim uh, meets this lady named Margaret Loesch, who works over at Fox Kids. And she has some experience with a with with a similar property from her time back with Marvel when a little guy named Stan Lee was trying to sell a similar series to TV. Excelsior. Yeah, he was he was trying to sell a similar uh, idea to TV stations, and then never went off. You know, but she remembered though that so she goes to her bosses and she she tells them she wants to do this, and they tell her they're going to let her film a pilot. But if that pilot fails, it's going to be her ass on the line. It didn't fail. <laughs> so, I don't know. Originally, it was called <laughs> Galaxy Rangers. Um, and they did a test audience. For, um, and then Fox Kid, the, I guess the test audience went well. And Fox Kid, Kids immediately ordered 40 episodes. And, um, yeah, that was that. The show, for those who don't know, uses footage. Um, of the Rangers and monsters, a lot of that footage is from Super Sentai. Um, and then they actually hired American actors to place in the roles for all the wraparound portions of the show. Um, so they would film a storyline. Actually, they do a really a lot of really cool stuff with the show. They would film the storyline and then piece it together with fight scenes and stuff with the monsters. And then the show would actually ship the monster costumes here. So that they could film other additional scenes and additional parts. Uh, it's not a terrible idea. Yeah. Like, oh shit, we're gonna need an angle from from the back. Yeah. Uh, get that big weird ass pig costume to this guy. But it throw a bunch of pizzas at him while you're at it. But it's yeah, well, you know that's like yeah, this one of the is most... not the set of a porno. This is actually Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yes, we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it is Mighty Morphin. Although Power I'm Rangers. sure there's probably, probably is a porno version. There's got to be right. Just got to be. Yeah. <laughs> to uh, the internet. <laughs> Excelsior. Like. With the actual costumes from the show. <laughs> yeah. All sticky and it's sweaty. Weird. and. <laughs> oh. Pink Ranger, Yellow gross. Ranger. Oh, man. Oh, hey. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a really cool idea, and it saved them a butt ton of money because they didn't have to build most of the sets. Uh, they, you know, they already had them, which was really cool. They didn't have to film fight scenes. They did film a lot of fight scenes, but none of the fight scenes with the Rangers did they need to film. Uh, so it was kind of a, a really cool idea. Another thing they did was 
they took the um, actors from Japan, so like uh, Rita, right? They would teach her to say some things phonetically so they could film close-up shots of her talking, and then they would send it back here. And then, of course, they obviously did dubbing over it. And part of that, I think, the dubbing's horrible, right? But it's kind of supposed to be. Yeah. Like, like that's what I missed when I was young. Like, I loved, um, like, those old martial art films, like the old Jackie Chan movies and stuff. And I didn't realize. Oh, yeah. Godzilla movies. That's what this show is. Like, that's, oh, yeah. that's all this show is. And I didn't it's realize like a, that. Totally. It's like a precursor to Pacific Rim. And I'm saying that knowing full well that that's exactly what Pacific Rim was intending. So Probably. Yeah, you got to have your, your kaiju mm-hmm. monsters, you know, and then a mech suit. Battle. Well, it's very, um, like you said, Godzilla. I want a mech suit. I want a mech suit, too. Mm-hmm. That would be pretty mm-hmm. sweet. I don't know why they need two people to run it and... Pacific Rim, they and like five that. people to run it in Power Rangers. Well, they all have their own. It seems like a very personal thing. Like everybody should have their own personal mech suit. They, they're gonna, they, they're gonna have one. They do. Mm. They have their own cars. <laughs> they have their own dinosaurs. But if it gets yeah. too intense, they can form the Megazord. Now let's just let's just yep. okay. Let's point this out. They rarely ever fought with just the Zords. They automatically seem to always go straight into the Megazord and we're just like, you know what, fuck this. We're not gonna we're not gonna fuck around, you know, fighting for a while and wearing ourselves out. Let's just get it over with. <laughs> turn into the full Megazord and just fuck you some see, shit. See, that's up. efficient right there. You know? you it is. Yeah. Power Rangers <laughs> efficiency. A couple of weeks, you know, fighting with your you know, your robots there. You, you just get it over with in just a in a half with. hour span. Yeah, you know, by forming like too many buildings okay. in Angel Grove are getting destroyed every right. Who the hell's building which, that stuff back up? No shit. Like right. the city planning in Angel Grove has got to be goddamn ridiculous. And oh, I hate sure it's alone. Okay, okay, okay. How so do you, they not hate the Power Rangers? Well, because it's the Power Rangers are stopping Rita. I mean, well, here here's your problem. You just you didn't even They're hit on that. Shit too. You're talking about efficiency. I, How come Rita sends always? Listen, you've done the same thing, and it's not yeah. working. It's you send a little one, you send a little one, Expect and it a different outcome. doesn't work, so then you make them grow. That doesn't work. And why do you keep attacking Angel Grove? There's a whole fucking world. The Power Rangers only live in one place. <laughs> just, yeah. like, I don't understand. It's a lot easier to destroy she, another area and then hope that the, the Power Rangers come and catch yeah, up. I mean, she's it. not on Earth yeah. in Angel Grove. She's she's on, like, Mars. She's on the moon. Or the moon or whatever. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I think it's the moon, yeah. So I'll, I'll get called out by some... Ranger but fan. I'm just saying, she she can send the monsters. Where, why does she keep sending them right where she knows they're going to get their asses kicked? And again, why do you make them grow later? Just send a giant just, ass monster. Right, down. skip a step. Thank you. Also, yeah. if you can create putties, quit sending twenty. Send like a thousand. Send a giant putty. <laughs> so and then it would send like a thousand putties at the same time. You send the giant. By uh, by the way, send two yeah. giant creatures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Rita, you're There's dumb. So many you're dumb, flaws Rita. and Rita repulses. <laughs> She's not. Yeah, she does domination. Doesn't right. have a very good plan. I mean, um, shit, Goldar got in there and he still couldn't do it. Nah, Goldar. Then you got yeah. Lord Zed coming back to fuck shit up, and Ivan Ooze eventually shows up. And- Ivan Ooze for the movie. Man. So yeah, he later appeared in the one of the X Men movies, I believe. Who the guy who what? played him? Yeah, well, Ivan Ooze. Now he played, I believe, Apocalypse and. Let's see. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> I remember that. <laughs> you see them side by side, they look like the same. That's, same that's pretty funny now that you say that. Yeah. yeah. I never realized that. But <laughs> So what they ended up doing on this show, though, is they hire. They wanted to hire actors here that they knew had some kind of physical background. So they, they get Amy Jo Johnson as Kimberly, um, David Yost as Billy. These two were actually competitive gymnasts. So they knew. Well, it's also another thing they do in the show. Um, is they the, they look for people with certain attributes. Like Kimberly is supposed to be a gymnast, right? They get Austin St. John. He's Jason. He held a second-degree black belt in Taekwondo and a first-degree black belt in Judo. And again, he's the martial art instructor, right? Uh, Walter Emanuel Jones is Zach, and he was a dancer in real life. And, of course, Zach's character, Dance Fights. Um, and yeah. then they get... Uh, and is missing a finger, by the way. Through, oh, really? Do you, yeah. Yeah. I did not know his that. middle finger on his left hand. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. Huh? Yeah. Interesting. Well, I'll be down. When How he's, do when well, he's in the costume, people. he has a, a glove with five fingers, but when he's not on the costume, he's, he's missing a middle finger. Well, as a power ranger, and, he grows a finger back. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of yeah. like radar it's, for mash. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, he, he grows <laughs> one. Hang on. Yeah. That was he, very uh, radar random. doesn't have a finger too. Yeah. I so, did not know. I that. didn't know that either. Yeah. I know a lot of weird trivia. Obviously, about, yeah. Know, yeah. I actually found this out TV. doing research for this episode was that he's missing a finger. So, uh, and then we also had Trini. Um, she was, she also, yes. uh, she practiced Kung Fu RIP. in real life. Yeah. Um, and then they added, for comedy, they added Balk and Skull. Um, actually, Skull was uh, portrayed by Jason Narvey, and he actually originally auditioned for the role of Billy. So I just thought that was interesting trivia to know. He, but he got the role yeah. of skull. They added Balkan skull just for some comedy. And, uh, yeah. it's weird. You definitely dated. got to have bumbling idiots on a show. Like it, that. They're pretty dated though. If you go back now, it's like, I don't know how well oh, these yeah. two would hold up. Like, no, they, they, yeah, really I mean, you have these 40 year olds in high school. It's a little, yeah. Sucks. Well, besides that, <laughs> they say and do some pretty inappropriate <laughs> stuff. So, well, bulk does. He's uh, a, yeah, you know, yeah. some pretty inappropriate stuff sometimes. Um, it was a different time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not, you know, 93. It's weird to think how long ago it was, really, if you think mm -hmm. back. It's like, so. Um, I, I mentioned that they, they used the original bad guys and some of the, the dub over they did for them. Um, so what's really, this show took off. Like, this show starts in like a, I think they put it on at 730 in the morning. Right, they give it a seven thirty a.m. Like yeah. time slot, but it's still. I remember watching it, getting ready for school. Well, I it's watched. somehow it still takes off. Yeah, like they gave it an early morning time slot, but like word of mouth, kids start watching the show like in the morning. And eventually, they realize like we need to, we need to move it up because kids are digging the show. Well, think about this. Hey, they're watching it right before they go to school. Then they're going to school and talking about what they just saw before they got on the bus. True. Or they're talking about it on the mm -hmm. bus. And then they can't wait to watch it the next day to see where the story goes. And I found out that shit was daily. Yeah. It was yeah, a it was, daily oh, yeah. show. Yeah, it was every I did day. not realize that. I, yep. I, I'm sitting there going, wait, why are there so many episodes in season one? Like 60 Yeah, episodes. there's 60 episodes, turns like, out. Holy shit. In, season, in the first season. Yeah. And then I was it. like, I had to have watched this every single day. There's no <laughs> way. There's not even 60 weeks in the year. So there's no way that a single season was not daily. Yeah, it was so, daily. Yeah. Um, and what's funny Crazy is 
I did like so I didn't know about it until the show went on to like uh, <coughs> afternoons, which eventually it was moved up to. Yeah, same here. Um, I didn't this know anything about it. This was like a weird it. period where like a bunch of Japanese shows came to the well, US. So we're going to talk about that uh, yeah. in a second. Pokemon, yeah. the, well, Poke- Pokemon and stuff, yes, all those. But then, well, in other the spur uh, the, the the shows that kind of came trying them? to rip off copycat shows entire shows yeah I can't remember what yeah, the hell like they called them big bad beetleborgs yep. or, yeah you know, VR troopers VR troopers mm-hmm. and um, there's there's some trivia involving VR troopers with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and specifically mm-hmm. Jason David Frank you had uh, VR oh, yeah. troopers Mystic yeah. Knights of Tiernanog uh, Mask Rider Tattooed Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills Big Battle Beetleborgs oh my god yeah barely remember that one but that and that I, was just some of them you know yeah. yeah, I remember Mass Rider. I think that was my favorite one. He had a cool-ass outfit. Yeah. <laughs> Mass yeah. Rider had a cool-ass outfit. He was cool. He looked like a bug, though. His face were like buggy, but the rest of his outfit was pretty cool. So, yeah. so the show... Like cricket. The show's doing... <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, so the show's doing really well, um, despite the fact that there's some hiccups with some of the cast members. Um, some of them end up... Leaving due to contract disagreements, um, but the, but things are moving along anyway. So after season two, uh, they film the Power Rangers movie. That blew my mind. I did not realize, and I think it's because of what you just said, Matt. I didn't realize it was only after season two that the Power Ranger movie came out because it yeah. seemed a lot longer. But I guess that's the case when you have 60 freaking episodes. It, most shows get yeah. 20. So you're looking at basically three seasons worth of episodes, which is kind of weird. So... They filmed the movie, and that's when I come on board. So me and one of my buddies were like, we watched the previews, and we're like, all right, we got to go see this movie. And we watch it. We're like, oh, my God, that was fucking awesome. I mean, it was cheesy and hokey and stupid and so much fun. I owned that movie on VHS in the hard, like, the white clamshell. Yeah, the big extra large. God, for years. For years I had it. Um, Yeah. So the movie comes down on Blu-ray, see how it holds up. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, they have. It's all one of the cool things is in the movie, it's CGI. It's like the the aliens and the 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 Zord. They're all like the Megazord. They're all like CG, and uh, it was fun CG. It was that cheesy, corny CG (laughs) that didn't look so great, but was also kind of fun to watch all at the same time. I Mm -hmm. I heard um, Brendan Fraser recently talking about notoriously one of the worst CGI scenes in movie history, which is um, Scorpion King and how, <laughs> how cartoony he looks. And they asked Brendan Fraser about it. And he's like, I gotta be honest. I mean, it's gone down as being this like really bad CG. And it really is. He goes, but I think at this point, if you made it look good, it would almost take away. Like that is part of what people love about the movie now. And I think he's right. Mm-hmm. And if you guys I remember, this 90s trend of like oh, CG was like, oh, it's the new thing, right? Jurassic Park. And, and we're like, yeah, we got to do this. got to use it in everything. It's like, eh, maybe don't. Maybe yeah. Dial it back a little bit. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, if you don't have the budget. <laughs> do you remember? Right. Not everybody's yeah. Spielberg. Right. So, <laughs> it's true. It's true. Not everybody or, or Cameron. You know, we can't. Everybody can't be doing liquid yeah. metal and making it look good. Right. Uh, I, do you guys remember? uh the uh, Dungeons and, and Dragons movie from the nineties. Yes, uh, wasn't that with uh, Marlon Wayans? Was it the nineties? Yeah. If it was, it was the tail end. 
Yes, Marlon Way was in it, and I I liked it, and everybody else in the world hated it, and now I'm like, oh god, those dragons look so bad, <laughs> like they just don't look good at all. <laughs> but uh, yeah, everybody hated it, uh, but I thought it was kind of silly fun. And uh, so there was this whole era of this bad CGI, but we I think there was a group of us that just really loved the bad CGI. We were like, yeah, this is so much fun, and that's kind of how I felt about the Power Ranger movie. I had these old martial art fight scenes. You know, where people are jumping through the air and there's, you know, the loud noises when they punch and kick. And so I, of course, I was like, all right, you know, I'm on board now. And then I started kind of watching. So that was after only after the second season of the show, that damn movie came out. Um, And I think it was one of those things where they're like, strike why the iron's hot, right? Which mm-hmm. they weren't wrong. But the iron never really cooled down. I mean, yeah, not really. It's still today, you know. So the Power Rangers movie comes out. Things seem to be going like gangbusters for for the show, right? But the the truth is behind the scenes, not so great. This was a non-union show. Uh, The cast starts making comments about unsafe work conditions, extremely low pay. Um, From what I come to understand, these guys were working, you know, 12, 13-hour days, doing a lot of stunts themselves, getting injured, uh, and Ooh. and they made about $60,000 a year. So they're like, you know, we're putting in six, seven days, 12-hour days. Uh, Amy Jo jo- – so a lot of them end up leaving the show. Amy Jo Johnson mm-hmm. left the show. She said basically after uh, she almost – she like almost got caught on fire and she was just tired of the oh. conditions. Um, we know Billy Yost has, has – I'm sorry, Billy <laughs> – not Billy Yost. David Yost. He's Billy. <laughs> David yeah. Yost. The actor who plays Billy, a.k.a. David Yost. <laughs> we know he is. We're going with that. He said there was a lot of uh, homophobic comments made on set towards him. And um, like just, I guess the work conditions, the environment was not conducive to, um, to you know, where one might want to work so a lot of them left the show and they always wrote them off by saying they were going to a peace conference and then they would just bring in new cast members but i think matt mm-hmm. you and i were talking peace about conference it never ends yeah it's just yeah it's like the un just yeah set them out there it's kind of like you know when your dog died as a kid and your parents said he was going to a farm you went to a farm <laughs> it's like, no 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 they're going to a peace conference week but we need some new rangers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, would you? What? What really happened to him? Alpha, alpha, ay, ay, ay. But I think Matt brought up talking to me the other day. Like, but a lot of them came back. Like a lot of the the, the cast yeah. came back on the show later, and I think that a lot of it changed at some point. Disney, you know, had had rights to the show, had and to I step in. Yeah, and I think yeah. when that happened, some of the work conditions probably. Uh, probably yeah, improved. I got sad there for a second because even Zordon went on to make some meth. So <laughs> got sad. <laughs> wow, that's a that's a fun little uh, that, 2017. Yeah, you just pulled multiple there. sources of wow. <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm in the Middle, Breaking Bad, and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers all together. That they all was, exist uh, in the same universe, just was, like Saved by the Bell and Showgirls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You just uh, you drove that a long way, but it worked, man. So we're all good with it. Yeah, well, yeah thank you. Even uh, couldn't so have made bad. that jump, but you just did, sir. <laughs> Even Zordon started selling that. Uh, fell on some hard times. 
Um, there was also a lot of parents during this show that were complaining about it being too violent, but I grew up watching way worse than this. So I think that's just right. a, I think that's just a silly thing, and we're not going to discuss those sort of topics on this show because they're dumb. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, uh, our gener- here, a generation X when this you know show came out, we we were in high school, right? Yeah, and we had already got used to like uh, having like series uh, movies like Rambo or RoboCop got turned into cartoons, and then we got the whole G.I. Yeah. Joe line. We saw Transformers getting Dude. shot right before our eyes in the movies. Rambo so, yeah. and RoboCop. How about Police Academy and the Toxic Avenger? True. <laughs> like, yeah. True. Yeah, RoboCop was almost rated X. You know, Ghostbusters. Police Academy was full of sex and, like, yeah, you're, you're, you're totally right, though. Nobody had a problem with that stuff. Also... It's the Power Rangers. Listen, every little kid yeah. was running around doing karate They're moves here to anyway. Save us. And they had they yeah. actually had rules on the show. Like the the parental whatever advisory board had rules. So they're never allowed to kick anyone or punch anyone in the face. So if you watch the show, every hit is always to the stomach and the chest. Yeah, not even the putties got hit. No. Well, yeah. in the face. Um, now, okay, about the putties. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah. However the hell they made noises. Uh, There was a way to like destroy them at some point in time. Yeah. Like they just, you would hit them and they would disappear. Yeah. They have that that little center belt buckle. What? No, they have a belt buckle or something. They got kicked in. No, they have like a, a diamond shape type thing on their chest. And if you like hit them directly, they would like, like well, yeah, I mean, you kick somebody in the, in the heart, they're probably going to feel it pretty bad. So, Yeah, that's where their testicles are. Yeah, but they have like an I mean, emblem. Right there. I mean, they're aliens, so yeah, you never know yeah. where their their gonad region is. Right. I just don't understand. Yeah. I can't. What's what's the dude's name that makes all the monsters and the and the putties? I forget his name. Finster. Finster. The, why'd she keep, like, dude, dude front of sucks. my mind, just watched it. <laughs> dude sucks. Yeah, stop, stop using that guy. Also, why are you making everything out of clay? Yeah, why? Well, yeah. They're all right. It's like, listen, we have Change an up endless your medium. supply yeah. of clay. Let's move up to bronze. Come on, guys. Yeah. Move clay. Listen. I mean, you got Goldar. I mean, listen, read gold up. was used at some point in time. All we have is The clay. dude must be, like, practicing alchemy or something. He's got away yeah. a ton. <laughs> True. It's like, yeah. That's why when they send him down to fight, that's just stupid. Obviously, he's going to get his ass kicked. He can't hardly lift his arms. Yeah, he can't hardly move his arms. Yeah. Yeah. Armor, man. He's it's like just... that kid in the Christmas story. Yeah, I can't move <laughs> my arms. Yeah, it's horrible. Um, so Power Rangers Balls debuted. Around, around like a <laughs> he's like he's like a eagle. I don't know what he is. He's like a he's like a griffin, sphinx, or a griffin. Kind of a griffin. So the yeah, show Luke debuts. Griffin. August 28th, 1993, it helped launch Fox Kid programming block uh, all throughout the 90s. Uh, it catapulted into popular culture, uh, had line of action figures and other toys. And by 2001, the media franchise had generated over $6 billion in toy sales. That's huge. Less than 10 years. This, 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 the Power Rangers is genuinely like, or generating. $6 billion in toy sales was massive. Um, as of 2022, the Power Rangers consists of 29 television television seasons of 21 different themed series and three, th- three theatrical films, 1995, 1997, and 2017. 
Um, you had the Power Rangers movie, then you had Turbo Power Ranger movie, and then you had the new the the remake of the Power Rangers, which I actually liked, by the way, quite a bit. Yeah, I actually saw it opening day, I believe. Yeah. Um, As so, a like thirty something year old man when it came out. Yeah, well, me too. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, in 2010, um, Heim Saban actually regained ownership of the franchise. Uh, it was previously owned for eight years by the Walt Disney Company, as we had talked about. Um, so we're obviously not going to go into some lengthy discussion about every series of the show. No. But I, the, I would say the Mighty Morphin. Yeah, the OG is probably the most relevant. The OG is still considered fan yes. favorite. Um, yeah. and I, and honestly, it's the only one I ever, I ever watched. Um, yeah, I'm sure. I think I watched a little bit of, I think Zio, there was one that came like right after Mighty Morphin Power Rangers ended. Well, I watched that for a little while too. I didn't um, know that the storyline of one when it ends sets up the yeah, next one. Yeah. So they, it's a, it's a deep mythology. Yeah, it's very Hoovian, like, right? <laughs> kind of works. You would have to, oh Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! Like Doctor Who and the Power Rangers continuing on as long as they have, like they're at some point they're going to be contenders for who's gone on the longest. And like I, I think Doctor Who will eventually end, and well, they, Power Rangers will still continue. Unlike the go, Simpsons, like, well, which will go on forever, yeah, whether or not it should. Right, that was yeah. too long. I don't really feel like yeah, they're well. Like I, I don't. The future, we're good. I don't watch it. Okay, the first yeah. thing is they don't really predict the future. That's one of those weird. Have yeah. they gotten things close a couple of times? Yes. Um, people yeah. people tend to put things up online, un- not understanding they're still making episodes. So it's like, look, they predicted this. No, they they made fun of that after it happened. Mm-hmm. Like, not everything's a yeah. freaking prediction. There are some where they kind of hit on similar. But when yeah. you make a bajillion episodes, sometimes you just get shit enough right that people think it's predicting. <laughs> it's like, not really. Right. We just... We, like we come up with every scenario we can think shit of. shit at the wall, something's going to stick. You know? The problem with The exactly. Simpsons at this point, I used to watch The Simpsons, like, religiously. And then, you know, I think, we, I think we all yep. go through an era where we watch TV and then we get different lives and we barely watch TV at all. And sometimes we come back and we want to catch up on shows or rewatch shows. And when I came back and saw like how far they'd gone. I'm like, I'm, I'm never going to catch up. I don't even know where I left off and I don't want to start at the beginning. Right. So I just was like, yeah, that's not happening for me. (laughs) Sorry, Simpsons. A lot of respect for what you guys did. Yeah. I got, got sidetracked with that one. Oh no. I love game of Thrones. What are you talking about? I never finished it. Well, yeah, but that's, you got to find out. Like there's a beginning and end. You get it, it. it ends. Oh, I know. <laughs> and it's not that many seasons. So you can. I know. You can I go just back. I got and, real sidetracked. And then it was like, I don't know. Should I just start at the beginning? And yes, oh, probably. Probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. just start at the beginning, man. It's, yeah. uh, it's a great show. And uh, speaking of how we just did that, speaking of Doctor Who, you just brought it back, man. Oh. Did we? Well, yeah. Matt. Yeah. Matt Stone yeah, is. One of the doctors in. He's in House yeah, of the, the Dragon. Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. No. Oh yeah, Matt Smith. Yeah, yeah. Well, I said Matt Stone, Matt Smith. <laughs> God, oh my God, the guy from South Park shows up in Game of Thrones. <laughs> Starts doing fucking Cartman's voice. It's a dragon. <laughs> I can't do Cartman, but uh, so- <laughs> <laughs> that's there. You guys, my impression. 
Um, so the original, the OG lineup pitted the Power Rangers against Rita Repulsa, which you heard us talking about. They had these dino-themed zords. Uh, the, they originally were called droids. I don't know if you knew that, but they realized uh, it was too similar, of course, to Star Wars. So they changed the name to, to Zords. They did this a few times in the show. There were things that originally they were called this or that, and they realized, yeah, that's going to confuse people, so they changed it. So originally they were called droids, but they when it came here, they, they changed it to Zords. Um, these vehicles, like we mentioned, could merge into a Voltron-style Megazord. Uh, we also, at some point, meet the evil Green Ranger, um, which is Tommy Oliver, played by Jason David Frank. Um, he in, ends up coming to the good guy side of this whole thing and inadvertently becomes one of the most famous and probably fan liked Ranger of all time. Pro, I, I, without, without question, he is a fan favorite. Yeah. Just, yeah, definitely. Um, I th- that happens a lot. If you're, if you were a Dragon Ball fan, which I was, it's like same with Vegeta, right? He comes in, he's a bad we guy. We do a show about Dragon Ball. Oh God, that's going to be, whew. <laughs> I mean, I totally I we should. That's going to. But, I know uh, nothing about that. <coughs> well, Matt, <Ooh. laughs> it's yeah. a great show. Um, I've heard. But the same thing with Vegeta. And not just Vegeta, my favorite character, which was Piccolo, same thing. They started off as bad guys, and they end up shifting to mm-hmm. change. And Krillin was a bad guy originally. And, well, he, was, uh, he wasn't he was a bad guy. He was just who Goku had to fight like at the tournament. He wasn't like Vegeta or Piccolo bad. Uh, Piccolo yeah, was the bad true. guy Good in the original point. Dragon Ball. Nerds. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I'm just sitting here going, okay. Nerds. Right. Yep. Uh, nothing. But think about it. Like this happens. Okay. Uh, Transformers. Transformers. Same deal. Jetfire, right? Mm-hmm. Same deal. Yeah. Start off as a bad guy. Like people love that. They love the like shift from evil to good. And Tommy in, in the show was, uh, I mean, he was under mind control for by, by Rita. Yeah. So, which, which already I'm going, wait, you can mind control people and create somebody just as tough as the rest of them. And you've been creating these putties. Like, I don't understand you, Rita. Yeah. Just waste so much time. So mm-hmm. in the just 20. The inefficiency of Rita Repulsa. Yeah. It's you. very you inefficient. write a whole right. essay on it. Are we? No. No. But we could. Well, I, maybe I did not. Hold on. Let me, let me read this for you guys. Okay. okay. <laughs> we hear, we hear Jay just ruffling through paperwork real quick. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Don't refer to that later. Shit. Okay. <clears throat> Why Rita was inefficient by Jason Emmett. <laughs> um, uh, and, and played in 2017 by Elizabeth Banks and the Power Ranger movie. Yeah. So I uh, just thought I'd bring that up because, you know, why not? Yeah. Mm. Uh, so let's talk about the show and why it was such a big hit. Um, so, like I said, there's a, we kind of told you the plot. I mean, it's very loose plot. For some reason, there's some dudes on the moon or on Mars. I don't know where they're at, but they find a door, <laughs> and they they're they're astro astronauts with quotes <laughs> like I'm doing air quotes <laughs> astronauts. I don't know what they are. They I, look. Let's just face it. They're dead. They had to have died, right? They open yeah, the door and let Rita out, and we don't know what happened to them. But if they're astronauts. They're dead. And perhaps they became uh, what is it, Babu, and what's the other guy? No, they get let she, out too. Maybe transformed them. Oh, that's right, they did. Yeah, they all come out at the same time. And the I, thing about watching this on Netflix as an adult is you can skip the intro. Like, I just want to watch it one good time to hear the fucking theme song and just be like, "Yeah, go go Power Rangers!" All right, into the show. I don't need to watch that 
and you know 20 minutes later when it's they're gonna play it binge watching five episodes oh yeah Yeah, it doesn't matter you're you're gonna hear it through the the whole show it's all through the series by the way if you hear bells sorry oh yeah jay's dressed like an elf i'm wearing an elf hat and uh i didn't take it off so you might i turn my head every once in a while and it's right by my ear i hear a little slams into the microphone <laughs> we're santa? professional podcasters he said santa <laughs> yes kevin ho, i know ho, him ho. <laughs> um elf you got yeah, elf sometimes so they let him free i don't know why they're up there i know they're like matt said and I know you fans out there are ready to throttle us. I know there's a whole mythology about it, probably even why Rita is up there to begin with. I get all yeah, of that. She's been up there for 10,000 years. Totally and understand. I believe it all goes that. into that on on the uh, 2017 reboot. It goes into that a little bit. What I will tell you is I understand there's a mythology about that. This is what I am letting you know. I didn't start off a fan of the show. And it's actually one of those things where that's what started intriguing me more is when I was like, Oh, it's not just a, there, there's like a whole mythology in the background of this thing. Like there's these characters, like even where the Rangers came from, they have a creation. Cause in the first show, they're just like, yeah. we're, we're picking five warriors that, and, and we're going to make you power Rangers. Like it happens very fast. Pick five <laughs> random teenagers at this youth center that everybody hangs out of for some reason. Yeah. I do think it's and cool. These random TJ. No. These random what? <laughs> oh, these random teenagers are obviously <laughs> in their thirties, you know. But not all of them. They're twenties. Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> all right, good point. Come on. Let's um, say late twenties. And I do. I I now will I'm say. Curious. I got to look that up. How David, old was everybody when they started the show? David. Well, I know actually. Uh, Jason David Frank was was fairly young when he came oh, really? on board. Yeah. Um, I don't think like. In his uh, teens, but he might have been like nineteen or twenty or something like yeah. that. He started like running his own line, like dojos when he was like sixteen years old. This kid was like amazing. Jeez. Yeah, uh, Joe Johnson would have been twenty three when this came out, and probably the youngest looking on the show. Yeah, yeah. Her and Trini both look pretty young, I guess. But and Jason David Frank was born in nineteen seventy three. So he was 20. About 20 when yeah, he came he was out. about 22. I knew he was somewhere like 1920 somewhere like that. So not as not as old as you might have thought, but yeah, definitely older than David Yost, 1969, he you know, 24. So yeah, they were all in their Damn. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so far he's the oldest Damn. one. <laughs> no, Rita, man. She was Rita was uh Well, I mean, yeah. So <laughs> just mess with you. Bulk. Bulk was 47. Uh, <laughs> are you serious I go, no i'm not serious man. i was like wait a minute no. i'm looking at that shit <laughs> i'm not serious he was not 40 i have no idea how old bulk was yeah they were all in their early 20s um was, was me <laughs> serious yes yes I i'm am. looking it up yes i am <laughs> uh so the <laughs> i lost my train of thought completely so <laughs> so we they are just sort of given fucking powers they're picked out of uh, at random like seriously these five mm-hmm. are picked at random it's not like there's some like it's like well you guys all kind of know some martial arts but uh, one might argue so if you watch the very first episode one might argue that like it was it was billy's like f- first martial art class they say that you did pretty good for your first class. That's right. And then, like oh, ten God, minutes later, he's fighting. <laughs> he's like, 
He's like, oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> you know, like, damn, I just threw this guy like, in the mix. You just threw him into the deep end, too. Just like, hey, by the way, you have to save the fucking world now. Right. Good job with your first lesson at karate class. And I'm going to I'm gonna do that thing that I always feel bad about doing, but I got to ask Kevin's opinion. Um, is, sure. it, is it racist that they made the black guy dance fight? Yes. And the yes, Asian one, the yellow one. I didn't notice uh, that, Matt. There's actually How did a you skin. not notice they that? Made the yeah, yellow, they made the Asian shit. one, the yeah, yellow think, ranger. Well, is yeah, that college humor did a skit like uh, is about it racist? Racist. racist? Yes. Yeah. I said a thousand times. I said, yes. is it racist that they made him dance fight? And you're like, yes. <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> And that his cousin loves jazz music and plays the trumpet. Right. <laughs> Come on now. I will say that David Yost brought up a good point, though, and he said he thought well, part of what make the sh- made the show work was the diversity. You didn't have, like, you had five Rangers and you had, like, you know, you had an ethnic character, you had a, an African-American character, and, like, it showed that anybody, that, you're, t- we're talking 1993, that's kind of a mm-hmm. big step, considering like, hey, now you do okay. So it gets brought up a lot with with movies like Black Panther and stuff like that, where it's like, yep. okay, now you know African Americans feel like we are being represented and we have characters now. And this is 1993, so you have people going, oh, cool. Like, there's little kids at home going, one of them's black. Like that's I can be a power right. ranger. I can be a power ranger. Yeah. So David Yost has talked about this, and he's like, and and you know he. He's gay. Not that they yeah. represented him as gay on the show, but they never didn't. Well, they also <laughs> made him drive the unicorn Megazord at one point. So oh that's God. not a joke either. That is 100% real. Oh, my God. But he's yeah. right. He's right. What I'm saying is they, they, they did try to deliver some ethnicity. Now, it does help the fact that it's a Japanese show. So, you know. But I never realized so these are kind of tropes right and they wouldn't fly today but again this is 93 and you're probably like oh yeah you know it's the black guy dance fights that's cool <laughs> you know <laughs> although it's yeah it's cool. some of the cheesiest looking some grape soda too <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yeah. it's but it is pretty cheesy his Jeez. dance fights are oh his dance fights are cheesy as hell he'll do like a little 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 wiggle step and then fight <laughs> Like I don't understand. Why yeah. did he dance before uh, he beat him up? Why did he even do that? Why? Why did he just beat him up? Like I don't understand the dancing. But again, the efficiency he, of the power range. But in real, I will say in real life he was not a like dancer. if I were to fight you know a putty, I wouldn't get my ass just absolutely handed to me. I will say in real life he was a dancer, and his like his skills coming in, like his fight skills and stuff were. He does some really cool looking stuff, man. He's got yeah. some of the best like flips and like sweet leg sweeps and shit, and he's. Talked oh, yeah, a lot about it. Yeah, he's a bad, total badass. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, like I said, in 93, they probably thought they were <laughs> breaking some grounds. And, <laughs> yeah. and you know what? They were breakdancing some ground. And when I first saw this show, I was just young enough sure. not to actually put two to two to get two and two together. Me so too. I, I didn't mean, think it was too. a big deal. Never would have thought yeah, about but, it. Yeah. Jumps but out later in life. Back. <laughs> but Kev, you and I have yeah. talked about this. When you were a kid, you, you also watched the Dukes of Hazard. Much like myself, right. and it never clicked. <laughs> this might be. This might I not be Hulk okay. Hogan was a black man, you know. <laughs> I mean, <it> was... <laughs> 
come on. He was darker than I was. <laughs> just weird, old, weird blonde mustache and hair. It's kind of creepy. You're, you're not wrong. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Doctor Who had an afro. You know, when I was growing up. one brother. Uh, yeah. <laughs> come on. <laughs> but it's true, man. When we were young, we didn't like. No, we never. We weren't thinking about those things. And different times, different eras. Again, the mm. show, the show creators probably thought they were like breaking some ground here. Like we are, we are being ethnically diverse. We are so progressive right now. We're only oh, going to be yeah. slightly racist when we do it. You know, but I've well, often wondered. Yeah, in the early nineties, this was considered woke. You know, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've, I've often wondered about exactly it, but but I do agree. He's a great, like he is a badass, and I love him on the show. Um, so you know, in the end, and I think they toned down some of that over time. Like they took some of that stuff out. Uh, I know, Matt, you've talked about the the Power Ranger curse. Um, yes, that is a thing that people talk about out there quite often. Um, Unfortunately, you know, Trini passed away uh, in a car wreck. So that was very sad. And I know that hit a lot of people pretty hard. Um, did you want to talk about the, the curse, Matt, and some of the. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there was a few things and and uh, the homophobia isn't even part of it. To be Right. That's, that's not even part. Well, thing. we didn't know about some of that till later. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was actually reading a little bit about this yesterday. Um, just kind of going through and I was like, Oh shit, I forgot about that. Um, but yeah, like part of it for some reason involved, um, Zach's missing finger. And, uh, yeah, they, they tend to put his left hand behind other people whenever they're standing in a group, just so it doesn't like jump out. But yeah, whenever, you know, whenever you go back and watch it, uh, whenever he's not in his costume, he is missing a finger. Uh, people claim that it happened on the show. I was going to ask. No, it was from when he was in an accident when he was four years old. Okay. Oh, so, damn. Yeah. So he just never had a finger on the show. So <laughs> Just never had a finger. He just missed a finger. Remember that episode where Rita cuts off his finger and makes a monster out of it, and they got to find him? The giant finger monster. Finger when she monster. Down her magic it, just, it just hops around and flicks the rangers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So going back to Trini, the Yellow Ranger. Um, Zach has to face off I, against I, I it don't at want the to end. Butcher her real name. Thoi uh, Tran? Am I, am I, I, Trang? Probably mispronouncing it, but. I'm yeah. sure that I am, and so, I apologize for that. In this article that I found, it says that all four of the original co stars attended her funeral to pay the respects when she died when she was 27 in a car accident. The only one who was not there was Jason David Frank. And it was because he was attending another funeral when his older brother died at 29. Mm. Like the funerals were on the same day. Um, his older brother also played Tommy Oliver's long lost brother in Power Rangers Zeo. Oh, so he okay. was also on the show. Um, Damn. Rita Repulsa, the actress who played her, uh, Machiko Soga, I believe. Again, butchering names. Um, she passed away from pancreatic cancer. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, I did not know that. Died alone in her home. That's sad. Yeah, and uh, the actor who portrayed Zordon, uh, Robert L. Manahan, died of a heart aneurysm at eighty. Uh, sorry, at forty-three. Wow. Uh, yeah. But wow, wait, wasn't meth. There's more. Now, the, but wait, there's more. <laughs> Trust me, there's more. Uh, 
the headline of this article and at least yeah, it wasn't so meth, Kevin. Is, <laughs> okay. I'm just saying that I don't I look really at the like right side friend. of life. Come on. So there's a kid who plays a bit role as an actor named Skylar Julius DeLeon. He's an uncredited role as a kid attempting to play soccer in an episode called Second Chance when he was 14 years old. Uh, Years later, he confessed to the murder of Thomas and Jackie Hawks and was sentenced to death. While in jail, he was also accused of murdering a man in Mexico and soliciting the deaths of both his father and cousin were in his future plans. And while he was in jail, he partially severed his penis with a razor blade in 2008. All righty. Yeah. Oh, and get this. The Red Lion Ranger murdered his roommate with a samurai sword, and it was not the one that he used in the show. Well, that's... The Red Lion Ranger? That's from... Yeah. That's from Wild Force. Yeah, like a... Power Rangers Wild Force. Uh, It was an actor named Ricardo Medina Jr. That's Uh, He later portrayed the villain Decker in Power Rangers Samurai. Jeez, man. Yeah. That's insane. And I, I distinctly remember there being another actor who also was Red Red Ranger affiliated, we'll say. Uh, it's like their gang signs. Um, I, I'm going to have to Power Rangers have gang signs? It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> straight up. They had the Evil Rangers at one point in time. Yeah. Bad, the worst costumes ever, by the way, on that. Um, but yeah, I'll have to look up this other one. But I, I distinctly remember somebody involved in the Power Rangers throwing somebody overboard into the ocean with an anchor tied oh to them. Oh, my God. Yeah. Trust me. Power Rangers is a little fucked up. <laughs> you don't no, want to be the Red Ranger, Ranger, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you could, I mean, you could be Austin St. John, but his name's Jason, so he's instantly cool. Just saying. Sure. Yeah. Well, you got Jason David Frank. You're right. Well, yeah. Well, the best. Bring it back down. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, it's and messed up, man. On, and sadly, the curse kind of continued on with him, too. But then so. comes the question, too. Well, but how much of the things that he experienced affected him and his psyche and the things he was going through? Also, right. you know, with a show that runs as long as it's run, as many iterations and as many different characters, you're bound to, you know, run into some stuff, you know. We, mm-hmm. we talked about... The Simpsons. Somebody could easily say the Simpsons curse and start talking about people that died on the show and some of the, you know, yeah. I don't know, some people's wives killing them and, you know, just, <laughs> just say it. Okay. So uh, I, I looked it up. Phil Hartman is what I was the, uh, at for you know, Troy McClure. What the hell this, this is this saying? I don't read Spanish. When, it, when a show. R. So R. Phil Hartman, yeah. RIP. Yeah. Yeah, that was a weird one. That's what I'm saying. A show runs that long. Yeah. Lots of people have died from the Simpsons, mm-hmm. and then you had some weird ones yeah. like the the whole Phil Hartman thing. And so, I mean, show runs that long. Yeah, there's bound to be yeah. to get some stuff. Oh yeah. Going. So, all right, taking a pause and going back to the the curse. The we already mentioned the person who did the boat anchor thing. It was Skylar DeLeon, the guy that tried to cut his dick off in prison. Oh. By the way, folks, yeah. uh, that suicide hotline is nine eight eight. If you want to call it, I just want to mention that because this is starting to bum me the fuck out. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Jeez. Uh, call that line if if you're worried. Oh, and also don't tie boat anchors to people and throw them in the water, please. Yeah. Uh, Freak yeah, them yeah out. Unless they really deserve um, it. But it is people. People magazine article that I just found goes into a little bit more detail on what he did to kill those people, and it's it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, and yeah. it is. <laughs> this is pretty messed up. Uh, I guess though the thing about the show, and we so we talk a little bit about the curse. We talk about things like the the bad um, work conditions in the beginning, and some of the things that the that they had to go through, that the cast had to go through, and we. You know, we talk about a lot of that. One of the things that I can say that I think I appreciate greatly is that the cast understood that while some of that crap was going on and it, and it sucked for them, there's a group of young people and later even older people that really appreciated the show and that it meant something to them. And the cast has always understood that what they portray and who they are is not what's going on in the background and have sort of uh, learned to appreciate that they're Power Rangers and, like, go out of their way to be good to their fans and, like, go out of their way to, you know, show support. And I just think that's really cool because sometimes you get people that get really jaded when they're in working mm. in these environments and they kind of lose sight of the people that don't, like, we didn't know any of that stuff. We were watching the show. People were becoming fans. People were uniting all over the place, you know, like uh, over their love for the Power Rangers. And you get shows where people kind of forget that. And they they get sometimes they get shitty with fans or they have attitude about it. And I, I can give you it's, it's always cracked me the hell up. Do you guys remember the show The Surreal Life? Yes. Yeah. So there's a there was a season that had a, um, vanilla ice on it, right? Yeah, and they go to they go to a uh, a diner, and and Gary Coleman's there, and he has to work at the diner. And while they're working, and I'm sure they set it up, I don't know, but while they're working at the diner, Todd Bridges comes up with with for friends, and they sit down and they're eating, and everybody's trying to get Gary Coleman to walk up and say, "What you talking about, Willis?" And he gets mad, like genuinely getting mad about it, right? And Vanilla Ice is all like, man, you shouldn't get mad about it. That's who you are. I mean, people love you for that. And then they cut back to a clip of Vanilla Ice walking into the house and seeing his picture on the wall, the old style hair and all that, and he throws a fit. That's not who I am. That's not. And they keep cutting back and forth. But my point is you can get jaded over what people love you for, or you can acknowledge it and be like, people love me for that. And I've always appreciated the people yeah. that are like, yeah, I not only do people love that uh, character, I love that they love it. I got to play that person, and they kind of, uh, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm yeah. tangenting a little bit, but I think you guys know where I'm going. It's we've been Be to like l- John Kassir, not like William Shatner. I was gonna say we've been to many, many conventions, and yep. we can we can give examples of both people that will talk your ear off. Not that they're bragging; they're proud of like I got to be this cool thing, right? And then you meet mm. people that just have complete – you ask them to sign a – and they just have pure disdain in their eyes. It's like, I <laughs> yeah. give a shit less if I was ever to sign another copy of this thing. you know. So, And I think that the, yeah. the, the whole cast of Power Rangers has sort of acknowledged Embraced it. Embraced it. Yeah. yeah. And, and they're kind of like, we're, like we're they, on board. If they're at a signing, they usually have a helmet on their table, which is awesome. Which is the right. Fact mm-hmm. that, 
not only that they have it and it, it may be the one from the show, but that now as adults, we can go out and buy that exact thing. Yeah. If we wanted. My daughter has a Red uh, Ranger helmet. Don't they have them as like the uh, Black Series? What do you mean? The like the, the helmets? I believe like, so. You know yeah. how Star Wars has like the yeah, yeah. the lightsabers and yeah, the helmets and all that. They're muy like, expensive. Don't they also have? Yeah, they. Don't yeah. trust me. They are. Um, my yeah. I bought the. But I think they have Power Ranger ones too. I bought my daughter the Red Ranger helmets uh, a couple of years ago for Christmas. They have like really cool stands, and then you can like like actually wear the freaking things. Like so, it's on display. Yeah. But I actually have photos of her Christmas morning wearing the helmet around, and it's 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 really cool. They're, I say very they're expensive, but they're really not that bad considering they're the yeah. quality is pretty decent. I mean, for what you're getting, yeah. so. Uh, and there you, God, man, there's so much. Honestly, the Power Ranger collectibles. So, you guys know, and some of the listeners know, I used to do, and it may come back, but I used to do a thing called Rewind Toys. I'm a, I love toys. I love toy collecting. Um, uh, I love talking about retro toys. And I, <laughs> I would go through different topics and started to hit the Power Ranger line one day. And I'm like, oh, my God, I don't. Where do you begin and where do you end? Where do you like? Where do you let off? Yeah. It's just too much. It's just too much. There's so much stuff. So much. And so many different people have and, had the right. that is kind of what. That's kind of what happens when you have a toy company behind a TV show. Well, they're going to make so many variations of it. Well, it started like, off as, okay. as Bandai. We'll, we'll, we'll think of Batman. Like, let's go to to Batman for a second. When in the in the Batman movie that Tim Burton made back in like nineteen eighty nine or whatever, mm-hmm. when did he go underwater in some scuba gear? You don't you don't remember but, that? Yeah, there's a toy for that. You don't remember that don't. scene? He scuba uh because he because uh joker had like had like maybe put uh, I, uh, there was somebody in the water uh, he had those toxic fish you know yeah there was their mutated sea bass yeah mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, yeah. and batman's not and gonna call that was Aquaman. technically the first appearance he's gonna yeah, do his shit himself of Aquaman. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he handles his own stuff don't gaslight me into thinking the batman could swim <laughs> uh don't do that <laughs> he had a can of shark repellent he did. I know that. That was a real thing. He didn't thing. scuba dive. Um, you know, yeah. Matt, for a second there, you kind of sound like Christopher Walken a little bit. <laughs> Actually, Matt, I hate to do this to you, yeah. but in the, um, was it the Val Kilmer one? No, I'm specifically referring <laughs> there to. There is an actual a scene where they came out. I'm, I'm just the, saying. A toy came out during the Michael Keaton run of mm. Batman films where he is in scuba gear. I will look this up. I know. This is bugging there were, the hell out of me now. There were multiple. Kenner Toys in Cincinnati, Ohio. Yeah. Just, no shit. That's probably where I'd be working today. Batman. Just Batman. That's probably where I'd work today if, uh, no. if I could. I will say this. There have been 121 different Power Ranger action figures created. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying that, it, and it was Bandai originally. Like it's gone through multiple lines. That's that's the other thing that you need to remember is it's been through the property itself has been through multiple hands, and multiple people have taken over the toy line. And some are better than others. Um, you know, some of the figures and stuff are pretty cheesy, and some are kind of cool. And it is what it is. But yeah, like I said, it's it's been a, a long time coming. So 
Uh, but the series is still going strong. The the toys, they're still going strong. I really don't see it stopping anytime soon. Why would it? I mean, kids still love it. It's still generate. And I think what happens is kids watch the newer ones, and then they go back and watch the originals. They, it's, as far as I know, almost all of them are on Netflix. That's. But, Matt, you were saying they changed it on Netflix. Yeah, so they took season one and they, quote-unquote, reverted. Versioned it. I don't 100% know what it means other than they added some like flashy graphics to certain scenes that are just unnecessary and they made it more like a comic book than an actual like live action TV show and they had like little they one of the episodes I watched of the reversioned one um, had a dance battle between Zack the Black Ranger and Alpha 5 and it was just like, hey, who's going to win this dance battle, guys? They have like a 30-second... Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like and just... Alpha did not do the robot, but which is weird. I mean, uh, you know, yeah, it's they, stupid. They have like a 30-second sure. dance battle, and then it just goes back into the show. It was like during a commercial break. And I, I think it was redone in like 2010, because when you look on Netflix, it says that the show aired in 2010. So I'm thinking that that's when that took place. Well... Uh, and... Yeah, by the way, the deep dive Batman was actually from Batman God. Returns in 1991. So and, uh, Netflix... It still didn't happen in that movie either. Yeah, it did. Don't you remember? Because he had to because the penguin well, was underwater. Yeah. And he had to go in... He was not wearing a yellow suit. He was. With I, an underwater dude, scuba device. I don't know how you don't... Max Shrek... Oh God, am I going to have to go back and watch Batman yeah, Returns? Yeah, because Max Shrek yeah. pushed... Don't, penguin and, and Catwoman into the water, and Batman's like, I got to create... I got to get them. And then he put on his yellow suit, and he went in and he saved Catwoman, and then Penguin swam up, and then they fought. Yeah, and Matt, don't you remember the time when Batman had to like uh, get rid of all that toxic waste? Yeah, so he had to you know, put on this neon orange and green Dude, outfit. Mandela do affect me. Yeah, <laughs> I so, mean, he couldn't be concealed yeah, in the night. I'll tell you that. That man glowed in the dark. Shit him. that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. So it was actually a night. Oh, it did. And it was it's actually like, 2000, 2011 yeah. when Saban Brand signed a contract okay. with Netflix, and they brought Power Rangers over. Um, that that actually expired in 2021 uh, when Hasbro like bought the franchise. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking up the reversion, like what it means. Why did they reversion it? Yeah, I was trying to find something on that, and I couldn't really find yeah. what I, I found a Wikipedia article on it. What 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 happened? So, um, so obviously, Matt, you were you're, we're all. Uh, if we go down the little age thing here, I'm the oldest, and then Kev, and then and then Matt is a few years younger. Um, yeah. So, like I said, I didn't come on board in '93. It it wasn't until probably '95. So I watched the the movie and then started kind of going back and watch some of the episodes. Only the OG. I've yeah. never really watched anything else. Like I said, it was yeah. really cool that years later on Netflix, my daughter totally discovered it on her own. It wasn't a dad hooked her onto it. She found it and just devoured it, um, which kids are still doing. So what brought you guys into the, were you guys fans? And if so, like what brought you into the realm of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? Well, for me, it was just getting out of high school, like on, like my freshman year, or maybe it was like junior high, but whatever. But just getting off the bus, turning on the TV, and, oh, Power Rangers on. 
uh, I got nothing else to do. I'll just keep watching this, and boom. And next thing we know, yeah, Kevin's buying like, tights and putting a helmet on yeah. and running around, running around saving the city. It was pretty cool. Yeah. He's he like, I'm going to be the Red Ranger. He didn't have a Zord, so he just taped stuff to his car. Yeah. I could have be the Black Ranger because I couldn't dance. I couldn't so. dance. <laughs> I didn't know how to fight if I couldn't dance. So. Yeah. Uh, I, wa- I wasn't about to be the White Ranger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And by the way, let's talk about that for a I little knew it was bit. Gonna... <laughs> like the White Ranger had more powers than all the other Rangers, yeah. but the Black Ranger was just a regular Ranger. Well, he how, how that... started yeah. off. I mean, he, he became the Green Ranger, dude. He was evil. Mm. Yes. You gotta understand. Black Ranger which, started on day one. Just saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. but that's what I mean. The White he Ranger was, was evil. He was originally abducted by Zordon. We'll just call it what it is. He abducted those kids. Yeah, well, he kind of yeah, did. Brought them. That's they were that's just hanging out in a, traffic in a, in a I youth center doing a a weird juice bar new youth center. Yeah, I can also say those it's like kids Max from Say by the Bell. Yeah, were like Kids you know, Incorporated. That old magic. Bar. Yeah, it was like Kids Incorporated. Did, <laughs> wait a minute. Okay, hang on. Let's go down this rabbit hole for a second. Why did every fucking 80s TV show have like a youth center or a, a children's bar, like you said, for Kids Incorporated? What are you talking about, Matt? Like, everything had that. What do you, we're not playing this fucking gaslighting game anymore. I know that happened. Yeah, it did happen, but that's because, I mean, it was very real. I mean, you didn't have a community they center. I always with had to save the youth center. I was never invited to the youth center if that if it Matt, existed. What are you talking so, about? We we had like multiple youth centers with juice bars here in, in Cincinnati. You did. Yeah, like me and everybody hung out, out at them all the time. Club yeah. Talking about fucking, yeah, and often, like, it, and often, fucking just dances would break out right in the front. Like somebody'd get up and dance, you know. And, and sometimes, and sometimes puppets will you know sing us you know songs and teach us lessons and shit. So that was Ohio's a weird fucking place. <laughs> it, is. it is. It is. Guess dance dance breaks happen in your McDonald's there too. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, little alien just standing there. As God is my witness, Matt, I thought turkeys could fly. <laughs> pigs fly in our town. Yeah, Come on. Pigs fly here. We drop turkeys out you of a helicopter. You play cornhole with each other. We drop all the time. turkeys out of a helicopter. We have three ways, and it's a family yeah. event. This is all true. <laughs> that was true. creepy. But I hop on cocks. And that's also was true. Was that in Indianapolis? No, yeah. that's here. That's right that's up the here, street. Yeah. <laughs> There's an International House of Pancakes on Cox Road, so it's very common for us to say, "Hey, I'm going to IHOP on Cox," and uh, yeah, I'm just there's, sincerely without. There were a lot of references right there, my friends, and three way a lot is, of giggling. A yeah. three way is uh, spaghetti with Cincinnati style chili and cheese. Um, it's not, and it freaks people out. I mean, yeah. It's just not. Like- Dirty, which I still is. have that can of yeah, gold it's star. Not, that it's not dirty. It may lead to a dirty asshole, but it is <laughs> not <Yeah>. dirty. <laughs> uh, Matt, what like what got you like Power Ranger fan? What what brought you on board? Uh, honestly, probably it was the kid down the street that I stood at the bus stop with, um, hanging out in his house in the morning before the bus picked us up, and I would get ready for school, run down the street. And oh, this was yeah. when you were a kid, not like yeah. last week, right? Well, yeah, okay. still. Cor- correct. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't stay in touch with the kid that lived down the street from me when I was in like sixth grade. So, gotcha. um, well, but yeah, I, I would go down to his house. We would honestly like we'd play Mortal Kombat uh, because <laughs> he was allowed to have it at his house and I was not. So I went to his house to play. And uh, yeah, we would either, you know, play some 
some video games or we would watch Power Rangers and usually it became Power Rangers and, uh, you know, whatever other show we wanted to watch that day. But I, I watched this as it was airing. And after a little while, like, you know, I kind of grew up and decided to stop watching after a while. But um, I think I watched a little bit of, you know, once Mighty Morphin Power Rangers ended, I, I watched the next series after that for a little while, too. Um, but, yeah, I was just like right in my my wheelhouse of like, well, this is awesome. I'm going to watch this all the time. This is great. Uh, but it was just kind of one of those shows that was just always there. And I didn't realize it until, you know the 2017 reboot came out that I was like, I have to go see that because it was such a part of my childhood Yeah, mm. that I'm like, I've got to see that. And yeah. Um, I'm assuming Jay, since you said you saw in, in the theater that, uh, you stayed through the mid credit scene and yeah, the Tommy the Oliver. Yeah. Yeah. The Tommy Oliver set up and the, uh, the cameos by Jason David Frank yeah. and, yeah. um, can, Kimberly, Amy Jo Johnson. Amy Jo Johnson. Yeah, I, I would still like to see a, a sequel to there's that. Been talk, that. I, yeah. There's been talk. I yeah. There's been talk. At first, it was like it's not going to happen, and then there's been talk. Another thing that the uh, the newer movie did was represent autism, and uh, yeah. which was which was, and they did it in a way. I, I guess really a lot of people were very pleased in the way that they represented an autistic individual and. Uh, I, I thought it was pretty cool the way they did it as well. So, yeah, want to bring up also represented uh, the LGBT yeah. spectrum. Yep. we'll say so. Yeah, uh, it was a, a, trying to be a little bit more progressive, and also weird, weird thing. It also had um, the kid from Stranger Things that played Billy. He played the Red Ranger in that. Oh really? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He did. That's right. Yeah, because when Stranger Thing when Stranger Things came out, I was like, "Who is this dude? I know him." Then then I realized yeah. that's who he was. I mean, he doesn't have the same hair, obviously, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I did want to bring up one more thing uh, before we let this fascinating uh, Mighty Morphin Power Ranger topic go, and that is Ron Wasserman, the the genius behind the freaking theme song of this TV show. Oh. Um, Talk about a theme song that just whips ass. It, well, and just that was so fucking good. Fully intentional. So he wanted to make, they wanted to do a theme song that kids could enjoy something. They wanted the word go in it. They knew that. Um, well, yeah. Something to do with Inspector Gadget. They they liked the whole go, gadget, go. So he's like, we want go in it. And we want something that kids can kind of like really get into. So it needs to be simple. But we also want it to rock out for adults, which is why you get yeah exactly what you get. So Ron Wasserman actually had done a few things before, including the X-Men animated series. So that was, Oh him. no shit. Yep. I didn't realize it was oh, the same guy. Yeah. Cause so, that's another theme song that just, yeah. It's iconic, right? Everybody knows it. I think I sent you guys the cover of that from the band Power Glove. You did that. Yes. Well, you sent it to me anyway. I know that. Yeah. So he they, they come to him, he, he does this theme. He's become extremely popular for doing this theme song. Uh, went on to do a lot of the score throughout most of different Power Rangers uh, TV shows. Released an album called Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the album A Rock Adventure, uh, which linked his music uh, around a, like a, a bunch of the opening episodes of season two of the television series. Um, he also did, he's done the theme for some of the other shows like, uh, 
Power Rangers in Space, a bunch of those. But he also did, and this is what's really bizarre, uh, Sweet Valley High, VR Troopers. Okay. And he was also hired to produce the musical score for Funimation's first English dub of Dragon Ball Z. So... You know, just saying. And if I don't know if that's the Rock the Dragon one, I hope it is. But uh, it also rocks and kicks ass if it is. So, so yeah, I, I, it's it's one of those things where would the the show is very iconic, and the music, the the theme song is almost as iconic as the show itself. So, kind of had to bring it up and give him some proper respect. So that's Ron Washerman, yeah. also known as Aaron Waters to some. I don't know uh, why that would be. Um, like I don't know why he goes by both names. Um, Wasser is German for water, but why Aaron? Well, Aaron's his middle name. Ronald Aaron Wasserman is his name, yeah. and sometimes he goes by Aaron Waters. So I he guess called maybe. he called it Americanizing it. Is so. what I would say he probably did. Uh, he's also in a band called Fisher. If you want to check them out, it's the, a band he actually performs in. Um, and they, they had better perform these songs. Well, the vocalist is Kathy Fisher. Um, they're known for selling songs through internet marketing. Um, and they have a record deal. I don't, I don't know much about them. I'm just reading what I got for Okay. Uh, their song, I Will Love You, reached number 36 on the Billboard Adult Top 40. So, you know, they're up there. You know. So go check out Fisher if you want to check out more. Um, so the Power Rangers, man, it, it's just one of those things. It's 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 a show that's endured and has just a massive fan base, and uh, you know, people are either get it or they don't. I know that, like I said, I've been on the I, so I call Matt and I say like I think we need to do a Power Ranger episode, and um, I don't want to like jump on the bandwagon. I want to do it more out of yeah. respect because they're. Yeah. I went out there. I've, you know, I'm on TikTok a lot. I'm on Facebook a lot. Uh, Mastodon, Twitter. I'm on all these sites for the show. And what I was seeing, just an abundance of. Not just a lot of a lot of Jason David Frank tributes. Like it, it, it kind of makes your heart ache. Like that he. I mean, yeah. he had to have known that people loved him. People came up in droves to meet him. But it just kind of makes your heartache. The, the the people are crushed. I've seen Austin and uh, Amy have both released video. I've seen theirs. I, I'm sure the rest yeah. have released them. I don't know I what happened. Don't know if I can bring myself to watch them yet. I don't know what like, happened between knowing them. how close they all were. Well, I guess just, Austin and yeah. Jason had had some issues. I don't know what they were, and he doesn't talk I about them. Out is- enemies but he says in his video you know that we weren't always the closest but he 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 ends it with the cheesiest line ever but it almost makes he's like but what i will say is once a ranger always a ranger and like you will be missed brother and you're like oh my god you know and it's it that's from the show i know but it's I'm just, from an episode of the but, show, but which when he's, honestly, yeah. I watched and teared the fuck up when he said it. And Amy Jo and Johnson was, is trying to just talk, and she's just bawling, you know. And it's like, yeah. I see all these videos online of fans, not just over Jason David Frank, but fans just talking about how, like, I I love this. People are coming out 
with the loss of, of him, people are coming out and paying tribute to him, but it's also making people come out and, and explain how important the show was to them and why it was yeah. to them. For people who aren't a part of geek culture who don't understand being a geek or think you don't get it. And, and you need like everybody, you know, is geeky about something, whether they want to fucking admit it or not. Yeah. You make fun of people football, for going yeah. to comic con. Well, you just painted your entire body to go to a football game. You're not, you're no different. Yeah, that, everybody's a nerd in their own way. And that is what unites you, right? And mm-hmm. so for some people, it's, you know, it's Star Wars, Star Trek, yeah. Power Rangers. Yeah. You know, it's the same kind of idea. And there are so many people. I, when we talked to Andre Gower, and he talked about doing, um, they talk about doing Wolfman's Got Nards and the outpouring of love for, he's like, we never knew how many people loved fat kid loved Horace. Yeah. And they would come and say, you don't understand. I related to that character. And he's like, you know, unfortunately he didn't get to, to, he never got to know that because he passed away. But it's, it's it's like people relate or, or they find something they love and it becomes very important to them. And power Rangers was one of those. And, and when we, when I, I didn't realize how much until, I started getting online and just seeing all these videos and I'm like, Oh my God, this is huge. And maybe we should show some respect to, we don't always do that. A lot of people pass away on the show. Occasionally Stu kills somebody like Irene Cara. And (laughs) that that was a bummer by the way, um, that she just passed away. And we talked about her recently because she was on our, uh, movie Anthem episodes. Uh, Stu brought her, uh, the song fame. Um, but, we do talk about people that pass away on the show, and occasionally we do an episode like we did for Betty White. Uh, this was not a Jason David Frank episode. This is a Power Ranger episode, but it's because, you know, we want to pay our respects in ways, too. So it's kind of important. So, yeah, go watch Power Rangers, man. It's on Netflix. Yes. Um, if go, go, Power Rangers. Sit down and just be prepared for some really cheesy, fun goodness, and it's... It's silly and it's stupid, and uh, the and fight scenes are be ridiculous. Prepared for a few of them to punch you straight in the heart and make you cry. Yeah, <laughs> like it did with me. So, so, and watch all the movies. I now I've never watched Turbo, a Power Ranger movie. And I, I don't know that I maybe I will, probably will. No, me. I, yeah. I was about to say I probably won't, but I probably will at some point in my life. Um, but you know the movie's great, and if that's where you want to start, that's okay. Start at the movie. That's where I started, and then I just went back and watched some of the other stuff. Um, it's corny. It's, it's, it is what it is. And it's been around a long time for a reason. People love that shit. So go watch Power Rangers. Go, go watch Power Rangers. <laughs> oh, I see what I did. Oh, nice. Go, go yeah. watch Power Rangers. I thought Very somebody nice. would pick it up, run with it, and sing with me, but fuck you guys. You might have more fan Power Rangers. Yeah, I can't do guitar solo mouth noises. Mouth. Should I break out my slide whistle and do a solo? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, do that. Completely classy tribute to Jason David Frank. And now. Dragon Sword Flute. And now, oh, Danny boy performed. <laughs> well, no, play the Danny play the boy. Song the pipes, the pipes are calling. I don't know. Wow. Can you play that? Can you, can Kevin play the uh, oh, no. the flute thing? Do, 
stuff and we just let him keep going. Oh, here comes the Zord. <laughs> yeah. Whenever we got to edit a video, totally playing the slide whistle. Totally different show. <laughs> the Green yeah. Ranger summoning the Dragon Zord. Totally different show to have oh. to use a slide whistle. To... <laughs> it's the American version. We don't have yeah. none of them Japanese flutes. Like I must nope. call. I must call the the Dragon Zord. It just pops up out of the ground. Here's how I do it. What? <laughs> it's all he does. I feel like anybody can do that. I <laughs> see, you know. Oh god, there we are. So We're good. Yeah, we got some cool shit coming up, man. Like I don't even know how to express this. Uh, if you are not following us on social media, yeah. I've been teasing the shit out of a couple of these interviews. I'm not going to tell you guys what it is. Uh, you're just going to have to follow. Yeah, you're just going to have to figure it out. Oh my yeah. god. Uh, our vision board, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Who um, was it that said that the other day when you told him? Kevin. It was Kevin? Okay, uh, yeah, there you go. The vision board uh, is coming true. I told him yes. on Thanksgiving. <laughs> told him on Thanksgiving. I told Matt, I didn't tell anybody else, because it all started on Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah. I got This a, is all happening very fast. Very fast. So. This is the Sunday. Well, this is the show's going up Don't today. Don't say it on the show yet. No, no, I won't. But this is this is the, the when this show's going up. It's the Sunday after Thanksgiving, and on Thanksgiving, so Wednesday before Thanksgiving, I found a, a contact, and I was like, "We're never we're never going to hear back." But I'm going to reach out. We're going to just why not? And uh, I got a response on Thanksgiving, and I I told Matt. Actually, no, I got it on Wednesday, and I told Matt. But I was like, I'm not going to tell Kevin because I'm going to see him on Thanksgiving. So I told Kevin, like, guess what? And we got this response from this person. Oh, that's cool. Uh, then the next day, I was like, well, I'm going to I'm gonna email him. No. Emailed him. It's like, nah, I'm not going to. We'll see. Well, it might be a while. No, later that day. Yeah, yeah. I'll come on your show. Like, oh. The secret. Okay. Yes. <laughs> the secret. <laughs> We, we visualized it, and it happened. We put it out in the world. We're manifesting our dreams from our vision board. Um, and that was on top of... Wrote it down and put it in our hope chest. And then so we I will tell the other one. There was a, another interview we had scheduled anyway, and um, I'd been trying to get this one on for a while, and it should be coming up. I mean, we haven't done the interview yet, so barring anything you know, happening, and even if it does, we may have to postpone it. Why would it, you but, say that? What? <laughs> Why would I say what? <laughs> that's just what happens. Well, that's okay. What I'm saying is, you know, if anything happens, we'll just postpone it. Glenn Phillips has agreed to be on the show, and he is the lead singer for Toad the Wet Sprocket. And this is a band that was huge for me in high school, and I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan, and I've been trying to get him on the show for a while. And so that's going to happen as well. So we already had that one booked when this second one kind of came about. And, uh, it's just kind of like we're about to close out the year. We've got two really cool interviews coming up. We've got the episode we're going to be doing with the guys from Behind the Funny, um, which okay. if you're not listening to their show, please go listen to their show. Also, go over to our website and do the fans of the podcast page. There's uh, just all the shows we highly recommend you guys checking out there. Please go over and check them out. Um, yes. But we've got that episode coming up, which I'm really looking forward to. It's going to be an just interesting show. There, those those dudes are awesome, and we're going to be talking about just a fun subject with Woodstock '99. We've all heard stories, and now we get to hear some firsthand. Fun if you weren't there, apparently. <laughs> to what? I, I just watched Trainwreck yesterday. 
It's yeah. like it's it's fun if you weren't there. Yeah, that's what it seems. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's what uh, we get to talk to Ace about because Ace. Ace was there. <laughs> so we want to hear like firsthand accounts. Like what 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 did you encounter? Was it as bad or you know? And maybe he got lucky. Did you know. light the fire or just throw shit into the? Fire? He didn't start the fire. It was always burning. It Matt. was always burning. <laughs> So we just got start the fire at Woodstock '99. We got some real. That that should have been a (laughs) t-shirt. I didn't start the fire. I didn't start the fire at Woodstock '99. Um, So we got that episode coming up. Billy Joel played there. Obviously, we're gonna take a break. Yeah, we know we missed last week. Um, There's a reason we missed last week. If you guys aren't paying attention to the YouTube channel, our little mini episode. It's like ten minutes went up. And we filmed our first episode, so Matt will be launching that soon. That was last week. There will be audio of that going up, but I didn't want to put the audio up before Matt got to put the video up. I want to put them up together. So if you just want to listen to the audio version, you can. Uh, but we talk about Killer Clowns from Outer Space. So you might want to go over to the YouTube channel and start you know, checking that out as well. Mm-hmm. So we missed last week because of what we actually recorded, but we didn't have anything to put up. But we are coming to the end of the year, so we're going to finish out a couple more episodes. Um, you'll probably have, what, God, three more episodes, I think. And then we'll be off for a couple of weeks, and then we come back with the new season. And we got some really cool shit planned. Like I said, the YouTube channel is up and running. Um, expect more over there. Um, we've got some great mixtape episodes planned. We got some cool subjects to talk about. Guys, we have a whole list, so it's not like we don't. It's yeah. just figuring out which episodes we want to talk about next is is kind of what we do. And I, I just determine stuff, and I'll reach out to the guys. And say, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? So, but we're always taking suggestions. So, if there's something you would like us to talk about here on the show, please let us know. Yeah, your mixtape. Podcast. And if it's already on the list, we'll bump it up. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's your mixtape podcast at gmail dot com. If you want to send us an email. Um, Obviously, we are on the Instagrams and the TikToks and the Twitters and the Mastodon. I have uh, been very excited to see Mastodon growing as fast as it is. So yep. if you guys want to come the over. You guys and over at Not a Bomb are talking about getting on there. So. Yeah, I mean, it's it's oh, nice. it's very, very, very similar to Twitter. There is a little bit of a learning curve, I'm, I'm, but it's not bad. And once you learn it, it's great. I was happy yeah, to see Skiznot not- moved over there. He's, mm-hmm. he's on there with us now. The only thing I don't like about Mastodon is I don't get the same alerts when somebody – like I can go in and check, but it doesn't – like so if somebody comments on a uh, – on a, they, I think they call them toots there. <laughs> if somebody comments on a toot <laughs> – uh, It's now post. Yeah, toots not toots. Oh, okay. It's post. Um, well, <laughs> if somebody – I'm calling it toots. If somebody does comment on a post – um, I can see that they did. It, it's a little tr- – not in the same way. It doesn't – I don't have alerts down at the bottom. It might just be something in my settings like I did in Twitter. But other than that, the format's very similar. I will say it is an open source platform, so there are multiple um, – How? what do you call those, Kev? Multiple different uh, – I don't know. You, you come in and you, like, pick your – um, servers. Your server. Thank you. I could not think of the word. Yeah. I just oh, picked. So it's kind of like Discord then. Yeah. And, and so you can't, you can do multiples. Um, we're just on the general, like the, the main one that you find when you come in. Um, so it's not that complicated. You can still follow people if you know, no matter what server you're on, if you know what server they are on. 
but you can't any other way. I will say there's a lot of people over there, and I mean big names, and it is growing, um, majorly growing. Uh, and, uh, you know, come over, check out Mastodon. We have links. We have links you can follow. If you on just, the link tree. It's on the link tree. Us. I was going to say, if you just want to go over to the website and follow the link tree, it's there. So check us out there. Obviously, Facebook, um, Tapeworms. Um, come on over and join us there. Uh, but that's it. Really thank everybody for listening. Please, please, please uh, go over and subscribe to YouTube. That would help out a lot. Please subscribe and uh, give us a review and whatever podcatcher you're listening to this in. Uh, a lot of Pan- Pandora love. It's like Pandora and Spotify are right. like number one and two. Um, so hi, Pandora listeners. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, that's it. That's all I got. Guys, you got anything you want to say to finish this episode out? Any important news you want to drop on the people at home? Um, uh, hey, guys. Anything. Oh, Once okay. again, okay. The, the number that we mentioned earlier for suicide prevention is 988. Yes. Uh, call that if you need some help. Yes. Uh, Text 741741. Yeah. Check in with yourself. But yes, please, if you, you know, if you need to talk to somebody, talk to somebody. <clears throat> like, seriously, life can suck some really bad sometimes. You're talking to three dudes that we can relate. We've all been through some yeah. shit. Just fucking talk to somebody. Doesn't matter who. Just talk to somebody. Get the shit out of your system and understand that you're important. You really are. You matter. Yeah. So don't do don't do yes. don't do it. That's our that's our yeah. that's our slogan, our motto here on the mixtape. Don't do it. Um, don't do it. That being said, yeah, uh remember to always don't do it. <laughs> it's not, that, it's not the same swing to it, does it? Unless you're thinking about staying awesome. Do that. You can do that. Yes. Uh, hey, you know what would be cool, guys, if you want to, like, write us or call us um, and let us know, like, your Power Ranger thoughts, memories, maybe a time you got to meet one of them, how you found out about the Which show. Which Ranger you wanted to be. So Good during name. my research of all this real quick, I'll make this very quick. I found the greatest T-shirt ever. It was a mm-hmm. picture of the Pink Ranger kissing the Green Ranger, and it said Mighty Morphin Power Couple on it. Oh god! Amazing. So seriously though, which which ranger did you guys want to be? I was too old. I never really. I I never was like I want to be a ranger. I wanted to be the Green Ranger. Actually, did you? Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed that with a lot of people. I didn't really. I was too old to really go. Oh man, I want to be one. Like I never dressed up as one or anything. But you know, I mean, probably it's going to be Red Ranger because his name's Jason. I'm just saying. Just saying. I don't know. I never really (laughs) thought about it, but. All right, that's the show, guys. Again, we appreciate everybody listening. Please come around next time when we'll be doing this whole thing again. Uh, thank you all so much for everything you do. Our numbers uh, are growing, and it's really cool to watch and really fun. So please share us with your friends and your enemies alike. And until next time we speak to you out there in podcast land, remember to always stay awesome. awesome.
I've seen before. 